Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Season's greetings, friends, fans, and relatives my mom forces me to talk to once a year, and welcome to Tunes and Tumblers by Atwood Magazine. Listening to music is more than a holiday experience. Tunes and Tumblers explores the way we get our Yuletide cheer by pairing new and classic Christmas albums with original seasonal cocktail recipes. We invite you to bring out your inner diehard as a Christmas movie critic as we explore the same 10 songs that creep back into our Spotify queue year after year after year after year after year after year. From a unique, immersive, and thoroughly festive experience. So pull up a seat, take off your winter coat, and enjoy a piping hot mug by the fireplace on us. I'm your host, Anthony, and as you can tell, the spirit is oppressively on me. I'm wearing my ugliest Christmas sweater, my bank account is empty, and I'm ready to drink my way into 2023. But at least I have the greatest gift of all. A platform from which I can shout into the ether, hoping someone will hear me. Please survive the next few weeks responsibly. And of course, it wouldn't be a holiday special without a musical guest. Day Ones will remember Century Club guests Ryle, our favorite electropop duo, who are here today to spread some holiday cheer with an exclusive listen to their recent collab with pop singer Veronica Jokel, Christmas in New York. It's an earnest slice of festive cheer sprinkled with bells, heartfelt vocals, and a smattering of lo-fi beats that keep it all anchored in the present. It's a great way to send off the year before we return in 2023 stronger and more unstoppable than ever before. So be sure to stick around to the end of the show to hear the song for yourself. Of course, we all know that drinking alone is a sad, sad business. So I leaned out my window and shouted, you there, what day is this? To some random passersby. And they responded, today? Why? It's Christmas Day. So I avoided... (laughs) (laughs) Avoided? So I avoided him. Please keep it. Just keep it going. (laughs) So I invited them up to join me on the show. And they are... Kalen, your cocktail artist... Uh, I am Eric, your brown musical Christmas Santa this year. I was invited in by Anthony. It was great. I went from British to Australian very quickly. I don't know. I try to do something there. We've had a lot of Australian guests on the show, so I guess it makes sense, Anthony. You're just starting to go with the flow. Going to pull on my Christmas sandals and head down to the beach. Anthony's accents just get worse as he continues <laughs> I trying. I thought that was pretty good. When not trying, they're great. When you try, oh my God. Everyone says my Kermit voice is great, but I feel like that's my worst voice. No, I think your Kermit voice is actually pretty good. Mm, shall we get to the Christmas show? See, that, I can't do it. It's because when you're trying, you can't do it. I it's, can't do it. It's, if it's, I'm invited. Yeah, <laughs> only if you're invited. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we're I, gonna go down to Perth, <laughs> but only if you can, Perth, I, oh, only I if you're help, invited. But, oh, I always think about um, Austrian A. Let's put another shrimp on the Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get so much flack for this. We can't be doing this, guys. This yeah, is yeah. like this is like yeah, the right, cr- right. the baking show when they had Mexico Week. Oh yeah, that was that bad. was that was bad. That was bad. That was bad. That was, that was, yeah, real, that was real bad. bad. <laughs> it was real bad. That was real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should get to the show, everybody. Oh, oh that shit. sounds. I we guess. do have a show. Well, Kaylin, Drew, we? and Eric, I kind of wanted to thank you for joining me. It's been quite a year for the show. We've had some of our biggest guests and biggest changes yet, but here we are. We're still doing it. Let's have a little pre-toast toast to celebrate us actually getting to the end of the year. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Woo! Cheers, Plink. Cheers, Cheers Plink MP3. So how are the holidays Let's treating you? I mean, you pretty much got where I'm at from my intro. Is that in a bad know. place? <laughs> Who was that director? I feel like I'm having a bit of, I mean I'm your I'm your sad girl of the show so you all know how I'm doing. My bank account is also very low in cash. I have wrapped more gifts for my boss than I have for my family. <laughs> and you know, I'm still working on work deadlines and making y'all cocktails. Gifts for your boss? Is this a like thank you for employing me thing? No, this is like gifts he's giving and he's just oh, enlisted me oh, as his I thought Christmas you were giving elf. Him lots of gifts and wrapping them. Oh no, I can't figure out what to them. get the guy. He's that guy that's like really great at gifting things, really terrible at receiving things. That makes sense. Everybody on my team has told me just don't even get him a gift. Either that they or they don't. just didn't respond when I asked, what should I do? Probably He's got money. Good... He'll be fine. He does. I'm hoping he gives me some of it for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we can all dare to dream. Eric, what, how are holidays for you right now? Holidays are great so far. Going to go home tonight to go see the family and uh, hopefully avoid going there uh, next weekend when everyone else is there. <laughs> but you You're know. not going to be able to get out of that. You're Latin. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a tough one for sure. But who knows? We'll give it a shot. Merry Chris Mahana Kwanzaa, everybody. Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. Mm-hmm. A festivist for the rest of us. And you know, mm-hmm. this is usually the part of the show where I'd ask everybody what you've been listening to. But that's kind of the theme of today. Instead, I kind of want to jump straight into the pairing. Let's just barge right into the bar, right past our bouncer. The bouncer's actually on holiday right now. He just left the bar. I denied his pay time off. He doesn't who let a, him go. He doesn't give a shit. The bar t- the the bouncer's actually just drunk already and doesn't give a shit who comes in. So that's, yeah, that's really what's happening. He just never cared, Anthony. <laughs> He's there when he wants to be there. I'm pretty sure I saw him smoking a joint around the corner, so he's just chilling. He's vibing up in Northern California where <laughs> we are not. Yeah, that's true. Pierogi is also vibing, if you can hear those deep rumbles behind us. Yeah, little woofs. But Kaylin, what are we drinking today? Oh man, boy do I have something for you. As you all may have noticed, we are in the midst of peak holiday season, and we all know how, how it goes. You start off with good intentions, maybe even get a head start on your shopping on Black Friday. Who knows? You might be that kind of psycho. And then suddenly it's December 24th and you're frantically trying to finish everything up before Santa arrives at your house. This year, though, I decided I was going to make my life a little easier by planning ahead with multiple, I guess you'd say meals in one. I've turned happy hour and breakfast on Christmas Day into a cocktail because, goodness, you know, I was on Instagram doom scrolling as I do. And I saw this post somebody had put up of their mother's food itinerary for the entire week of Christmas. 
including, you know, who's cooking things, where they're going, what they're eating, options for desserts, and the feasts that this woman put together for breakfast was just so epic. And we all kind of forget about breakfast on the day of Christmas because we're so excited about tearing into that holiday paper. But I wanted to shine some light onto it. So I have prepared for you all the Christmas morning special. It is two ounces of bourbon, two toasted waffles. You're going to want to save a quarter of one of those waffles, one egg white, one to two drops of butter essence, also known as imitation butter, 100% pure maple syrup, a pat of butter, a sprig of fresh rosemary, and two ounces of water. So the first thing you're going to do is create your winter morning scene, starting by freezing a sprig of rosemary in a glass of water, which will basically end up looking like a little tree. Oh my gosh. Then you'll mash one and a half of your waffles, a potato masher worked great, in a bowl with bourbon set aside for two to five hours. And then once it's all combined and infused, you're going to strain that through a cheesecloth or just a strainer. That's what I did. And then you're going to dry shake your egg white and butter essence and a little bit of simple syrup. Get it nice and frothy. And then you're going to add ice and continue shaking it. Get it as frothy and fluffy as you can. And then you're going to set that aside. You're going to dip the rim of your frozen glass into maple syrup. And then you're going to get another shaker because this is that kind of drink. And you're going to shake the waffle bourbon with ice and a little more simple syrup. And you're going to strain it into the glass. And then you're going to top it with your fluffy butter. And you'll garnish the edge of the glass with your little waffle edge and some butter spread on it. And then you can Jesus, rip your damn how much gifts. butter is in this? Anthony, there's only a pad of butter. So if I just melted a stick of butter and drank that, the same thing as this? No. Yes. No. <laughs> no. You'd be missing the waffles. You can't just All right, just I got a part consume... bourbon in there too, my bad. You can't just consume your butter. You got to put it all over your waffles. She has made yet another thing that you can't have, Eric. Merry yeah, Christmas. I know. That's really wonderful of you, Kaylin. I, you know, I asked everybody for their dietary restrictions. Yours did not come through. That's rude. I feel like you just ignored it. <laughs> you didn't. Uh, I mean, if I didn't receive it, that's another story, buddy. So, cheers, everybody. Cheers. Merry, Merry Christmas, Hana Kwanzaa. Yeah, right? Christmas. Oh, that looks good. Eric, what are you drinking over there? Mm, I am drinking a uh, polar seltzer, ruby red grapefruit. Polar for uh, for for Santa. For Polar Express? For Santa. Okay, sure. Anthony, this legit just tastes like waffles. <laughs> This yes, this tastes like Eggo waffles, but I'm into it. Yeah, this is it's good. like it just tastes like waffles and butter. Mm. Oh my oh god. god, I'm actually impressed with myself. I've already got syrup on my pants. That's I'm not syrup. Uh oh. <laughs> oh, I'm getting a little oh. too excited, guys. <laughs> Santa? <laughs> is that you, Santa? Can you hear me? <laughs> yes. Have a sit on my knee. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus uh, oh, Christ is born. Jeebus? Jeebus. Or Chebus. We both grew up Catholic, right, Eric? Did yes. they teach at catechism that it was Jeebus or Chebus? Because I can't remember. I remember specifically Jeebus. Okay. Well, there we go. Well, crap. Well, let's move on from from our Lord and Savior Jeebus Cristo and talk about some talk <laughs> about some Christmas music because that's why we're here. The Spotify charts are going nuts with the same ten Christmas songs. I said Mariah's on top as she always is. Brenda Lee is coming in a close second as she always does. We got some Wham up there. Got some Nat King Cole. But you know what? Do you like to listen to around this time? What makes a good Christmas song for you? 
I uh, am quite obsessed with the Sheepdogs lately. I went to go see them. They're incredible. Highly recommend. They released a Christmas song called I'm Ready for Christmas, and it's not bad. Are they ready for Christmas? I think they are very ready for Christmas. They are from Canada, so I think they're they're jazz. Hey. They're ready. What makes it a good Christmas song to you? What's their what's their vibe? I don't know. It's just a little more like rockish, you know? They got like a 70s, 80s rock vibe as a band, so like it's just kind of in that vein. And it's just a little different from stuff that I normally hear, so it's just kind of cool. Yeah, and you know, when you put all those Sheepdog songs on the playlist a couple weeks ago, like I was like, oh yeah. Because 2012 Coachella, I, that, they were the first band I saw there. They oh, like, yeah. opened the festival. So good. Yeah. I went to go see them a couple weeks ago, I guess, by the time this episode comes out. And obsessed. Honestly, one of the best shows I've ever been to. So they are dope. What made it so special compared to others? I don't know. It was just like a, it was at a small venue. So like everything just kind of right there. They had a really good like stage presence. They were just really fun. Very much my type of music. Kind of just like reminded me of a lot of things, music stuff my dad listened to growing up. And I'm like, this is still my jazz, my jam. Very good show. Good company. Every time I listen to them, I'm kind of reminded of Credence a little bit. Oh, yeah. Tiny bit. Yeah, they got a, they got a lot of different vibes. I always get like Thin Lizzy, Doobie Brothers, ZZ yeah, Top even. Go. Very they got good the stuff. beards for it. Yeah, sure do. <laughs> ZZ Top is 90% beard, 10% rock. Absolutely, yes. The One of the songs that I put on my What Have I Been Listening To is uh, one that was like, literally, I'm like, this is a ZZ Top song, like, no matter what anyone tells me. And like, I compare them side by side. They literally sound the same. Do they also look uh, and smell the same? No, they, I mean, I wouldn't know about the smell, but uh, they definitely don't have as much beard. Because, you know, if it looks like a duck okay. and it smells like a duck, then it's probably... That's probably that's a very good point. Ducks do uh, not smell good. They don't tell you this, but ducks Oh, they're horrendously stinky cuz they <laughs> they have oils in their feathers that keep them afloat. <laughs> don't tell Pedro that he loves ducks. I don't mind ducks. They're actually my it was my stepdad's favorite animal was ducks. But Kaylin, what have you been listening to this holiday season? All right. Well, <clears throat> because I'm kind of getting sick of all the same old shit, I want new. I want exciting. I want fresh. I want stuff that the artists of today are actually considering creatively writing instead of just doing the same songs over again. So I've actually selected songs that were custom made by new artists for Christmas in the past couple of years. So the first one is The Lighthouse Keeper by Sam Smith. And I mean, it's kind of a, a sort of somber song and it's like a little bit of a lullaby. You know, it's the theme is subtle. It's not so in your face. This is Christmas. It doesn't make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> it doesn't make you feel like you're just listening to the same old songs. And I think that's that's what's special about it to me is it's kind of a soft little mm. lullaby that gives me that sort of spirit of Christmas without jamming the, the fruitcake down my throat. And then another one is It's Not Christmas Till Somebody Cries by Carly <laughs> Rae Jepsen. <laughs> because, you know, surviving the holidays is tough, man. And, you know, we need to write more songs about surviving the holidays, not just enjoying them. And then Sausage Rolls for Everyone. God, that which fucking is, song. <laughs> which is Lad yeah, Baby brother. and... 
I mean, there's 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 a couple other people like Ed Sheeran and Elton John are on it. So it's it's a fun little messy, crazy, hectic song. And it makes me feel like I'm in the middle of somebody's hectic, crazy house on Christmas Day, you know, fighting over the food and and singing crazy songs. And some kids are banging on the piano like it's just like a mess, but a good mess and a festive mess. The human world is a mess. <laughs> Quick aside, Ed Sheeran is what happens when you turn a Bed Bath & Beyond into a person. Huh. Sure. Is it? Yeah, just like, I, I feel like every time I listen to his music, I'm just like, I'm at the most inoffensive interior design store that there is. Which which store is that, Anthony? Do you know? Bed Bath & Beyond. That's... You would call Bed Bath & Beyond inoffensive? And an interior design store? Well, for blankets. Anthony, oh my God. Okay. You've just offended my entire career. Okay, I'm sorry. I guess I'll talk about what I've been listening to. Please this is do. a song that I discovered yesterday that I didn't even know about, but apparently it's pretty influential. It's Father Christmas by the Kinks. Anyone familiar? I mean, the Kinks are pretty influential, so I get it. Yeah. Well, this was written during a low point in their career where they were kind of floundering in obscurity in the mid-70s, and Ray and Dave were just at each other's throats constantly. But this song is kind of like this upbeat punk song about a kid who never believed in Santa but plays him as a mall Santa where he is then mugged by kids who want his money. It's one of the first punk rock Christmas songs that predated, I think, was it The Damned who came out with a song like two years later? And really the public wasn't ready for it. Like it did not chart. It kind of depicted this cynical view of Christmas. But, you know, it was true for the working class at the time that it was written. This is 77, I think, and the following winter, 78, was the winter of discontent, which was characterized by widespread strikes. And is that it, also 2020? And, yeah, I mean, 2022, <laughs> but, and 2022, and 2023, perhaps. Don't but, talk like that, Anthony. We got to keep positive for next year. We can't have more bad shit happen. I really hope so, but... To get back to the winter of discontent, it was marked by widespread strikes, and it was the coldest winter in the UK in 16 years. And a lot of people found themselves in similar positions to both the protagonists of the song and the muggers. You know, people wanted jobs and security, not Steve Austin action figures like is talked about in the song. And I was surprised to find out that it's been covered in the years since by so many artists. Bad Religion did it, OK Go did it, Pretty Boy Floyd, Bowling for Soup, Smash Mouth, Cheap Trick, Dispatch, Matt Nathanson. I love all those guys, Anthony. Especially Smash Mouth. Are there honestly. any female artists that have redone it? There there are. And I for, like there was one that I wrote down and then I spilled water on my notes. Typical white man. Yeah. Fucking I, white man. I promise I didn't do it on purpose. I swear. Uh, yeah. A likely story. But yeah, check out this song. I like it a lot. And I think it kind of paved the way for a lot more cynical Christmas punk rock songs in the future. I'm thinking specifically of this album that I had in 2003 called A Santa Cause. It's a punk rock Christmas. And it had songs like I Won't Be Home for Christmas by Blink-182. That's all about a guy who hates Christmas and wants people to stay out of his home. And then X-Miss, like E-X-M-I-S-S by Newfound Glory. That's about missing his ex on Christmas. And then Oi to the World by No Doubt. I mean... <laughs> It's it's ska. When you said cause, I was thinking like a like a crow caw, like Santa caw. Instead of ho ho ho, it's caw caw. Santa's new call. Santa cause. He's coming down the chimney, going caw. He flies. He flies down the chimney. 
Guys, I think Edgar Allan Poe is here for some reason. <laughs> it's a dark Christmas, y'all. <laughs> Quote the Santa, nevermore. <laughs> Quote the Santa. <laughs> anyway, I, you know, I've been talking a little bit about like kind of a cynical Christmas song, and that kind of made me think about the reason that a lot of modern Christmas songs are written, or my, maybe not even modern ones. I tend to kind of think of them as cash grabs because they, they they're kind of shameless in what they do. Think about like Billy Mac from Love Actually, where Bill Nye's character and his manager take one of his existing songs and just insert the words Christmas and snow in order to like get a number one hit. Do you think like that seems to be more of like a wider trend in music or is there such a thing as a sincere Christmas song? I think in general, Christmas is a cash grab just yes. inherently, you know, the, the idea of the season of giving isn't so much important in the grand scheme of things, you know, Throughout the year, I think people could be more giving and spread more positivity and cheer. But we give the holidays an excuse because it's the last chance, it's the last dish, ditch effort at the end of the year to, to show you've been good all year. And that's some bullshit because most people aren't good all year. Most people are struggling all year. And there's a lot of people taking advantage of that. And I think that the cynical side of things is kind of right in that sense. You know, we try to to get through the holidays. The working class gets through the holidays. We don't get to enjoy the holidays. And that, I think, is important. And some of these songs that I mentioned, you know, these artists are actually being creative and writing from the heart and writing what this time of year really is like for the average you know, person, the average person that has to deal with all this bullshit. The people that work in the service industry get hit so hard. The people in the retail industry get hit so hard and inundated with busy schedules and long hours and screaming children. Oh, God. <laughs> the horrors that people experience during this time of year and the weather changes and the dry skin and all these things that we have to put up with and we can't even afford it. <laughs> Especially the dry skin. Especially the dry skin. Luberderm is just not cutting it. Eric, what's your take? Uh, I mean, I I agree with most of that. Biggest part for me is I've always hated how like gift giving this time of year is more just like an obligation. Uh, And that's been very, I've hated that. (laughs) Like if you don't have money to get people gifts, then it should be fine not to get them. Um, And some people just like have an enormous guilt uh, built into that. And I mean, I get it. I mean, if you have kids, that might be a different thing. But as far as like people and friends, it's like, fine. Your friends will understand if you don't get them gifts. But as far as even children could, you don't need to set children up with the expectation that every year on December 25th, you wake up in the morning and there's gifts all over your house for you to open and. It's, yeah, but the problem with that too is that uh, we also live in a society. So other, they we will, live uh, in a society. Let's just I mean, go be. Let's just go be bushmen, uh, bush people. I mean, cool I just mostly that. say that because, like, then you do that, and then they go to school or wherever the next day, and everyone else has gotten a bunch of stuff, and they're the only ones, and then they feel weird about. Eric, that. the issue is our society. It is. Yes, absolutely. This is why also, I'm never having America. Kids. Anthony, you do have two beautiful children. Yeah, they, they just happen to have really, really a lot of hair. They also have really low standards for gifts. Sorry, my cat's feeder went off and they almost broke three things getting there. <laughs> what did you get that your cats funny. for Christmas, Eric? I just got them more food. They're wow. happy with that. 
Cats, <laughs> oh, cats. Cats are those types of pets that inherently know they own you. You don't own them. Dogs that's, that's true, know yes. that you own them. They don't own you. Except lately, for some reason, my dogs have gotten such a bad attitude. I think it's Christmas time. I think that's what it is. It's got to be. And I keep telling them Santa's not going to come if they bark at me like that, but they just won't listen. What we got to do is get an elf on a shelf that always looks at them. You know that that elf is going to be a goner, Anthony. Oh, yeah. Those little, yeah, the, those little feet are going like to be lamb, the first. Bro. Oh, yeah. Lamb chop. We do have a spare <laughs> lamb chop that I think I'm going to bring out on Christmas Day just to bring a little Santa magic for the pugs. Pugs do they believe in magic. It. They deserve it. <laughs> well, I mean, we're kind of coming to the end of our little talk here before we have to go wrap more presents, but there's a couple more questions I wanted to throw at y'all. First of all, I, I don't think it's any secret, but I, I do not like Mariah domination that happens once a year because I can't stand that song. Are there any Christmas songs that you just absolutely can't stand? Most of them. <laughs> uh, again, as a former service employee, service industry employee, just I... I can't anymore <laughs> with Just any of constantly them constantly at work all the time. I mean, the more like religiously themed ones, I'm a particularly a little more tired of. I can still do Mariah once or twice, you know, but it's still just like when you work at a restaurant and boss is like Christmas music all the time and we have no choice. And then you just listen to that for four weeks in a row every day for eight hours at a time. It just starts to really get in there. And I can't, I can't. I'm um, so sorry. Though I will your, say ears, with exception, your ears must be bleeding out at the end of that. They are. Uh, with exception, the one I can always listen to is, what is that one? Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney. Oh Wings. my God. That Christmas song is so weird. <laughs> it's, it's bizarre. It's strange. It is weird. I saw a meme once too. It's like, it's such a weird thing. It's as if they're like performing a seance or a ritual and then somebody walks in on them on accident. It's like, <laughs> oh, the moon is up. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, being, yeah. oh my God. This is actually just Christmas. Christmas Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, every time I, after seeing that, I'm like, I can't never, I can't ever. That's not like walking in on your parents. You yeah, just, exactly. it's one of those things you just can't un unring that bell. You can't unsee it. You go in there, y'all fucking, nope, it's just Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like Christmas. <laughs> oh my God. What about you, Kaylin? What's what's one that you just can't stand? So as as a, a former choir kid, I actually got to perform at Disney Candlelight for a couple of years in a row and doing the procession march and then all of the songs that we got to sing while a celebrity tells the story of Christmas. Uh, Jane Seymour was one year and then Uncle Joey was another year. John Stamos was great. And it kind of showed me, you know, these crowds would flock into the Disney park to see this show. I mean, we would be walking through just massive crowds. It was like, imagine New York, Times Square, New York, how packed that was. It was like that. Just imagine in like Main Street Disneyland. And we came out from backstage and we're just walking through these massive crowds of people singing these songs. And I just remember it being so magical to see all these kids and these parents and everybody just having such a magical time hearing us sing, even though they were, you know, the original Christmas songs and they were very, you know, choiry, <laughs> I think is the best way to put it. I still find magic in it, even though I'm not religious, even though, you know, I I kind of hate the idea of consumerism in Christmas time and how they tie into each other and our society and all that. I still love this time of year. It's still a special time for me because I enjoy baking and making things and decorating and 
smelling the pine and seeing the leaves change, you know, all these things that are about this season that are magical to me, I love. And I don't really have any particular songs that I don't like because I've had to learn to sing them and enjoy them and watch how much pleasure people get from hearing you singing those songs. It's like a performer singing something that you know everybody's going to cheer after. It's like, it's a classic. It's, it's always going to get you praise and good feelings. And I love that. So the answer is you like all of them? Yeah. <laughs> well, at least one I of us. I love Christmas. <laughs> Final question, y'all. Who do you wish would record a Christmas song? <clears throat> Slayer. Yes. <laughs> Wait, have they done one? I have no idea. I don't know. It's, everybody everybody it's that I like, actually, literally actually, everybody I, I like need to does. Wish. I don't need to wish that anyone makes uh, uh, Christmas music because the perfect one has already come out, and it's Christopher Lee's A Very Metal Christmas. <gasps> Yes, that's going on the playlist. Wait, does Muse have a Christmas song? You make me feel like it's Christmas time. <laughs> it's Christmas time. <laughs> no, but they should. That's who I want. That's they just got to change that Halloween one to Christmas. Oh, yeah, you just changed, changed the words. You're good. You're golden. <laughs> Speaking of just changing the words, I was, wish Cardi B and Megan the Stallion would make WAP into a Christmas song. Oh, yeah, I'd be into that. <laughs> it's a white-ass Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> whack. That's whack. <laughs> Bring your presents and uh, <laughs> what, what, what Anthony, would be? just stop. <laughs> Bring a bucket and a mop. That's a white ass Christmas. Oh my god! Wait, why would they say white ass Christmas? They're both black, Anthony. Because we're, we're talking about the feed, snow. Uh, we're talking about the snow. Anthony, stop talking about drugs. We're talking about the <laughs> cocaine that rains down on Christmas Day. Anthony wants to name our next two pugs. Coke and Pepsi. And it's not Coca-Cola. He wants to name it Cocaine and Pepsi. Cocaine and Pepsi. That sounds correct. I'm I'm a hundred percent on board with that. I already gave him a pizza. So next next pug is going to be another potato name. That's unfortunate. <laughs> well, everyone, this has been a fun holiday talk. I do have more presents to wrap because of this commercial society that we live in. But before we go, who's ready for a round of hashtag mood? Me. I guess. <laughs> All right. I'm Hit gonna... it. What's your mood? What's your hashtag? What is your mood? What's your hashtag? Anthony, I'm always sad that you're not dancing. I am kind of dancing. I'm swaying a little bit. That's no. That's not dancing. Okay. I'm a white Eric person. Eric over there was literally twerking, and you're just like <laughs> swaying your shoulders. That does not constitute dancing, sir. I will work on it. But what is hashtag mood, you ask? Hashtag mood is the game we like to play at the end of every show to flex our playlist building skills. What we're going to do is go on over to the Tunes and Tumblers inbox where people have left us messages about the holidays this time, how they've been feeling around the holidays. We are each going to have the opportunity to pick a song that matches that mood. And I have one right here that came to us on Instagram. Um, we're going to have Santa read this one for us. This one comes to us from at Ethan underscore Eisner. And I would like Santa to read this for one. As a Jew, this time of year is always weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I understand that. So let's each pick a song for for Ethan to express how this time of year 
is weird for the Jewish people. I mean, I was really hoping I'd get to bring this up this episode, but I can't help but think of the Hanukkah song by Adam Sandler. <laughs> of course, you always got to pick that one. <laughs> I'm going to go with How Do You Spell Hanukkah by the Levies. Oh my gosh. I am going to choose, I think I chose this one a couple of years ago when we did this, but it's Fountains of Wayne's Hanukkah Under the Stars. I think it's like a seven second long song. It just goes, Hanukkah under the stars. I'm gonna jump into the car and have a swinging Hanukkah under the stars. Hell yeah, brother. End of song. That's a pretty short playlist. Let's pick another one. I mean, to be fair, you didn't let me go into my song, but whatever. Oh, didn't you pick one? Yeah, but I didn't say anything afterwards. You just kind of... Okay, jump... Trampled. Jump jump into it, Kaylin. So I chose... How to spell How do you spell Hanukkah by the Levies? It's an indie rock song that boldly attempts to answer the age-old question of just how do you spell Hanukkah? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I love Beautiful. it. Beautiful. I think another one Speaking I'm of Hanukkah, uh as of the, this recording, Hanukkah starts tomorrow. So happy Hanukkah everybody. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. I know, Drew, Drew, we have been erasing your culture this entire episode, and I just want to say that we appreciate everything that you do for this show, and we want to to tell you that um, we celebrate Hanukkah with you on your behalf every single year. We celebrate you in spirit. The spirit of Hanukkah. The these, spirit of Drew. These eight crazy nights. I'm going to choose one more, and it's, a, it's an artist that my dad made me listen to a lot when I was three years old, Dave Koz, the jazz musician. Um, he has a song called Eight Candles, a song for Hanukkah. And I just think we need to throw some smooth jazz in there. Eric, do you remember KKSF up in the Bay Area? Yes, I do. I think it's gone now. I think it is as well. RIP. But my dad listened to that constantly. So Dave Ka's Eight Candles is going on Oh my gosh. The Bare Naked Ladies also have a Hanukkah song. It's called Hanukkah Blessings. Let's throw that one on there. It's on the list. Well, you know, Ethan, I hope that this playlist helps you get through this weird time of year, this weird time of commercialism and the co-opting of paganism in order to get people to convert to Christianity in the early Roman Empire. So there you go. Who wants to do one more? Can I just comment on how good this fluffy butter is? Yes, there's so much butter in this cocktail. Wait, here, you have to try the fluffy kind. Anthony got Ooh, actually, my, my test cocktail. Ugh. He doesn't like sweets normally, but I forced him to consume a lot of sugar in this drink. Yep. Eric, you got something for us? Yeah, well, I <laughs> I was reminded of a song in the in the era of people who did uh, random covers of songs. Uh, there's a guy, there's a group, a YouTube group that was called the Maccabees, uh, and they did a song that was like about Hanukkah. Uh, see if I can remember it. You make me feel like Hanukkah. Oh, was it was it just <laughs> Oh Hanukkah by no, the Maccabees? Candlelight, yeah. No, it's called Candlelight by um, the Maccabees. Ooh, let's add that one. Candlelight. There you go, Ethan. Um, a full light. rounded playlist. <laughs> um, and that was, I think it was um, to the tune of uh, uh, that song Dynamite. Like it's dynamite. Oh my God, that's perfect. Yeah. Oh my gosh. But that one's going but at it's the top. By the Candlelight, to the yeah, top. by the Maccabees. Perfect. All right. Who's ready for one more mood before we go? One more Christmas present, Daddy. <laughs> this one is actually from me. I wanted to throw in a mood. Oh, Anthony. Yes. The mood is my bank account died. Oh, Sick. 
Hmm. The Christmas Shoes by New Song. It's that really sad song about the kid that goes in the grocery store and he doesn't have enough money to buy shoes for his mom. And she's like on her deathbed and he like turns around to the guy behind him who's like singing the song and he's like, you know, mom made Christmas so great for us. Can you help me out? Like, I want to make this last Christmas special for her, for her and I want her to look pretty when she dies. It's really sad. <laughs> but he's got no money, mm. which is the case for a lot of us this time that, of year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go uh, very uh, recent and modern. Uh, and uh, for this one in particular, I'm gonna say "Antihero" by Taylor Swift. Jesus, ah. mostly just because uh, it's me. I'm the problem with your <laughs> bank account. So, <laughs> wait, you're the problem with Anthony's bank account. No, no, no. An- this is Anthony singing to himself. What was that? It's oh. me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> Earlier, Kaylin was asking me, "Did any female artist cover Father Christmas?" And so I'm going to choose "Father Christmas" by Lauren Hibbard, who did a cover. Of Father Christmas by the Kinks. So that one's going on there because it's talking about working class struggle, about Santa getting mugged by a bunch of kids. Um, it's perfect for my bank account being dead at this time of year. Womp, womp, womp. But if I were to choose one more, I would choose Father Christmas by Bowling for Soup. Jeez. That's, that's just the same song again by a different artist covering it. That's too bad. That's just a great playlist. That's what's that's what's wrong with your bank account? Yes. Uh, I got mugged by a bunch of kids. He just he doesn't And they're he all just, they're he my nieces and nephews. Song. He just wants the song over and over on this playlist. It's Eric. my nieces and nephews <clears throat> mugged me by wanting so many presents for Christmas. They didn't do that. You asked them for their lists. Th- you're the problem. <laughs> I'm the problem, it's me. <laughs> Told you, very topical. It fits. Yeah. Does anyone else have a song that they want to add, or is this? Are we good with this playlist? I'm good with my selection. All right, perfect. Listeners, do you have a mood of your own? Why not call the Tunes and Tumblers hotline at six two six six zero four six four seven seven and let us know how you're feeling this holiday season, this new year, and just in general. Or you could just follow Tunes and Tumblers on Instagram. We put a call out for moods in our story pretty frequently, so just write in, let us know how you're doing, and. Who knows? Your favorite artist just may make you a custom playlist. Yes, Kaylin? All we want for Christmas is your moods. Beautiful. All right, everyone. It's time to close up the bar. We got to go find our bouncer who got drunk and wandered off into the snow. He was skiing. I, I told you, Anthony. He went on holiday. He's off skiing. Drunk, He but skied skiing. all the way to San Francisco and uh, smoking a joint around the corner from my house. So Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, I'm, I'm adding. We know to, where he is. Eric has him on lock. To my playlist, I'm adding um, Holiday by Turnstile because we need some hardcore in there as well. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. You're not hardcore unless you live hardcore. Yeah, and unless you like Turnstile. I'm jumping on this bandwagon hard. <laughs> <laughs> you do your thing, bub. But before we go, does anyone have any lingering thoughts about the holidays, about Christmas, about cynicism, about finishing out this year of Tunes and Tumblers? Uh, stay strong out there, folks. Holidays are hard for lots of people. Um, and it's not always a fun time. And uh, I love you, thinking about you. Uh, and if you don't like the holidays, that's fine, because they're kind of dumb. Um, <laughs> but also, if you do, great. Celebrate them. Just remember, not everyone has the same thoughts about these days. Those are beautiful words, Eric. I'm just going <laughs> to say, don't drink all the eggnog that you want, because what you want isn't always going to feel better later. True that. It's and true. I, 
I think my lingering thought is just, thank you, y'all. This is a brand new cast, brand new era, but I'm feeling really good about the future. We have a ton of artist interviews coming up in the new year that I'm very excited about. Christmas might come over and over and over again. I just don't have that kind of stamina. I'm not in my 20s, man. Come on. (laughs) I don't think anybody has that much stamina. That's fair. And thank you all for listening to Tunes and Tumblers. <laughs> Tunes and Tumblers is an Atwood Magazine <laughs> podcast and a member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Be sure to like the show in Atwood on every platform and check out some more of Pantheon's amazing music-based pods. Also, please rate and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us out so, so much. And if you scroll down to the very bottom of the episode description, you'll find a link where you can donate directly to the show. Every dollar goes to the Drew Franzblau Totino's Pizza Roll Fund and getting supplies to make these delicious drinks. Tunes and Tumblers was produced, as always, by that lovable Drew Franzblau. Our theme song is by New New Girlfriend. And as I promised, we have a guest to send off the year in style. Jackie Ryle of the electropop duo Ryle is here to present a Christmas collab of their own. Christmas in New York with Veronica Jokel. I'll turn it over to her and we'll be back to fill your cup again in 2023. Until then, cheers. Cheers. Hi guys, this is Veronica Jokel. I am here with Jackie Ryle from Ryle. And we're here to share our new Christmas song. It's called Christmas in New York. Thank you so much, Tunes and Tumblers, for having us. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. Light up the streets, smile on my face. I 
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.